Good afternoon, the panel. Good afternoon, sir. How are you guys doing? Good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Mm, feeling copacetic. As usual, it's your, it's your host to the most, Chiggy. Hi, it's Gugu. It's Panache. It's your girl, Cam C. I don't know why I said the C part. I don't know my surname, but anyway. We move. As usual, James, put some money in my eco cash because I'm broke, guys. I'm actually really poor. And guys, please just sponsor me some money. Do you know I was actually editing last week's episode? And I thought that it was the only one without an eco cash reference, but I played it back. It was just very quiet. It's like people just don't understand that I'm Mr. Eco Cash. I've been, I've been like saying. No, you pushed. My Sorry, Michael Cash. Yeah, I pushed yes. it. After, I started it, saying it a lot because Chicks used to say it for like months on end. He used to push that shit on Twitter. Mari Mary Cash, but. It's not Mari Cash. But now you Cash is just bust these days. Cuff you, you Cash. Fuck. Okay. And then your ego cash gets worse because he's <laughs> right. heard you and he now has yeah. a push. Cab, Cabs cause a thing. Shout out Cabs. <laughs> Shout out Cavs, guys. Cavs is really like the This, this episode is not sponsored by Cavs. <laughs> it's sponsored by my chickens, the Baba Chicans. Okay, I was about to I say. I mean, if you would like to sponsor our episodes, like if you'd like we to sponsor We don't mind. We actually do. We not could mind. do it, hey? Yeah, yeah. I will open up a fans only page. Dollar. Yeah, like even if it was like 10 years, I, yeah. that's a lot of money. I know you could contribute like things we need, like microphones, and yeah. headphones, love. And not a lot of boogs. I'm just food. <laughs> food. We have a meal. Chiggs cooks us a meal every week. So, yeah. If, you know, we could probably do that in a pocket, guys, but... I mean, I could buy lunch, but I'm just too broke to buy lunch <laughs> these days. Um, so, yeah, today we have an interesting episode. I mean, it's more relaxed to get you ready for pumped up for next week because the next one's a little bit deep, yo. It's a spicy Just one. warning you. Just it's warning you. So let's start with something light. Let's talk about hookup culture. Hey, I'm very qualified in this field. <laughs> Guys, the sliding. Panache looks like she's going into labor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, there's an app description. Oh, Panache. Apologize. Mi amor, I'm sorry. Get on your knees and apologize. <sighs> okay, I really hope this. No, no, please don't do that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, basically, we're gonna talk about hookup culture. So, what does everyone understand it to be? I'm not a part of it. Liar. <laughs> 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 to be a part of you, just slide into DMs, so, and I don't do that. Like, I mean, not even like slide into DMs. Just have the self confidence to go up to a girl or guy in a club and like, hey, what's up? You wanna, you wanna, you wanna, you know. Smash uglies. Um, to make it a little bit deep, I think that hookup culture is almost a reflection of our generation's inability to commit. Yeah, fear of commitment. Because yes, everybody wants to have a good time, but nobody's trying to commit to another person. So that's where, like, this hookup culture that everyone seems to be a part of has like been birthed. I mean, yolo, guys, yolo wants. Maybe a home. The thing is, people say that, but everything that you do has consequences. I mean, I've been in several situationships, and it's the ghetto. Like, yeah. It's the That's ghetto. Like, I can't do it. But, like, I think people in our generation believe that just because you get with someone one night, it doesn't have an effect on you. And that's a lie. 
Like, let's be serious. It's actually a lie. Because I've always, I've never wanted to be that girl who jumps into a room and, like, all the guys that I've, like, been with are in that room. And like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no. That's why I'm also very selective of people that I hook up with, in inverted commas. Um, but I also think it just breeds an unhealthy, like, cycle, like, to do with your self-esteem and stuff. Yeah. Because then people will be thinking, like, I'm never ever going to be good enough for a relationship. People just want to hook up with me. And, like, people are more, are easier. Like, I think especially girls are easier to, like, give themselves to everyone. Because that's what everyone wants. And, like, to please, like, the male whole patriarchy thing. Yeah. People just give themselves. And it's not cute, B. I think... Even guys who do it, it's so ghetto. I hate guys who are like... Oh my god, I've kissed a hundred yabies. I'm the man. So you kiss no, a lot of you're just the hoe. You're just the hoe. Exactly. You see, I feel like everything's practice for marriage and we're finding your That's so forever true. person. So like, I have practiced having a lot of affairs with different women. That makes me husband material. Not me personally. Oh wait, 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 wait. What? Because you are. It's just an analogy. It's an analogy before anybody <laughs> thinks <that. laughs> Kudetu Campbell is actually a very, very, very Casanova-like man. So, guys, slide into his DMs. Um, but... <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, but the thing... I don't know. I, I have a vibe. It works sometimes. And when it works, it works. But I think the... The, the main thing with this whole, like, hookup culture that we've found ourselves participating in is, like, I think some people get too invested in relationships... I mean, like on relationships, why aren't you dating to like date to marry that person? I don't know, but like I'm some people just date for experience. Right? I'm I friends mean, with people not thinking that they're going to be the godfather of my child or whatever, but just because they're a fun person to be with. No, but like look, you know. But there's a there's a point where you actually someone. start thinking like I actually like, do need a godfather eventually. Like after a year, like after six months, you like possibly think like this is the person I I could possibly spend the rest of my life with, right? Like after six months, like You've gone through the honeymoon stage. You've yeah. gone. That's what I've always said. You know when you love someone after six months. You've you're starting to see like people's habits and how they behave and interact with people yeah. and the environment and how they interact with you and other people in that same space. Oh yeah. Six yeah. months in, you would have gotten all your red flags whether you've been confirmed or not. That's so true. Yeah, they would have been all like, exposed to you. And I think that happens inside and outside of the relationship, by the way. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like once you've passed a six month stage. Kim, why are you laughing? I'm trying the relationship. Anyway, yeah. I'm saying, like, after six months, that's like already like, this is a possible candidate of the rest of my life. That's that's. I think that's why hookup culture is like so prevalent because it's scary to think about. Like, but also I feel like our generation has failed to like, like connect with people properly because you have your phone. Mm Yeah. Well, just typing, typing, but like in real life, it's awkward as fuck. Yeah, yeah like, like you can rap the most, can say the most, kick the most. Like, like guys have been rapping like they're the the you know the, the Don Juan. But in <laughs> real life, hey guys, like, uh, like so dry. You have no sauce, no <laughs> anything. You don't have the the four levels of sauce. Personally, like bring your chest to me in person. You know, like right. I want to see. You said it in chest <laughs> or the text, like keyboard warriors. Keep see you. To, Keep having that chest in person, guys. Yeah. No, be honest. Like, be true to yourself. The thing is, I'm the opposite. Where like, I have, I'm okay when I see people face to face, but I have no game over the phone. Cause like, like some people are like, hmm, you're cute, and it's like, what do you mean? No, oh. I say that on the phone and in person. I'm like, huh? 
Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Nothing kills the vibe more than just going, excuse me. Or like, could you repeat? Dude, I can't hear. <laughs> like in general. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit <laughs> Like legit, in general. Legit. Like I'm a little bit deaf. And it's like, it's quite weird. Because when someone says, I'm like, huh? And I'm just like smiling. Thank <laughs> you. I also just like zone out a lot. So sometimes yeah. like I just won't register. Panache exists on a higher plane than most people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, she needs a man who can ascend to that plane and rope her back down. To <laughs> But yeah, but I also think, like, don't get me wrong, like, hookup culture can be fun. Like, I mean, if you're a person like me who's currently not looking for, like, a long-term relationship, like, I'm grateful for the people that, like, you know, I once, like, kissed in the club and I never saw you again. Amen. That has never happened, like, a lot. It's Peace be upon times, you know? Because it's just, like, sometimes people aren't for you, you know? Yeah, yeah like, you realize, like... But one... I'll never keep kissing that person, does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. one-night aren't bad, guys. Like, they accept it, but don't be, like... One-night stands in what way? I would never have, like, a sexual one-night stand, no lie. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, sexual one-night stands are okay, but don't do that often, because then comes a habit. STD... Guys, old habits die hard. Yeah. yeah. They do. And it's like, I know a lot of a lot of my male friends will be like, I'm like this now so I can get it out of my system. But it's like, one day you're going to be in the club without your wife. And those like little things that were muscle happening back then, they're going to They're going to kick in and you're going to be like moving mad when you've got That's a wife true. and kids at home. So when you think hookup culture should just like start slowing down, for people like, do you think like 25, 26 or like people should like but start I think thinking it depends, about... depends like personally like on your own like... Growth? Because I know, like someone, I think Mdu said it, shout out Mdu, I don't know if you listen to it, but anyway. We he love said you. it like how, like your crush, like she was talking to your crush, but basically we're getting to that age where if someone is actually dating someone, because like we're now old, right? Like we're about to go into uni, all that kind of shit. That's potentially their spouse. It's mad. Ugh. But that's actually the truth. It is. It's quite mad. And I, I guess it depends. Because some people say that men, like, they slow down a lot slower. And yeah. I, th- I think it's yeah, that, that women, women reach their peak later than men do. Like, earlier. Y- is this really? Y- yeah. Yeah, earlier. Yeah. All right. So it's just like, it's more like, because I've been told that, like, in order for me to find like my person or whatever, I don't know, random guys just giving me unsolicited advice, but anyway. <laughs> um, I probably have to marry someone older and I was quite surprised like when this other guy was like, But now I wanna get married and I was like, Oh cute, because he's like baby daddy material. <laughs> but I'm kidding. But yeah, it's just I think it just depends on who you are and like the person you surround yourself around. Cause I know some guys who genuinely wanna get married young and like be done with it because the game isn't for them and they like more like the sensitive kind, whatever they want. Yeah. But like some boys never want to slow down like some people get their hearts broken when they're 16 and they carry that shit throughout their whole life and you're like okay yeah dude i think people just need like a hug sometimes and say hey yeah move on yeah. and i think it's also a thing of understanding the purpose of every situation you get yourself into mm-hmm. like don't mix purposes like if you're in a relationship don't try and bring in the purpose of a hookup culture you know what i mean because yeah. then you start I, I i take this as like a like a brain thing you know that when you're in a certain space you're going to study there and you know that when you're on your bed you're going to be sleeping or watching netflix mm-hmm. so you're not going to like want to study on your bed and you're not going to want to watch netflix at your desk uh-huh. you know what i mean so now if you're trying to like 
mix things that shouldn't be mixing like it it gets messy so if you want to like hook up know that you're just gonna hook up don't try and look for a relationship in your hookups and don't try and look for hookups in your relationship but also i feel like guys sometimes (laughs) but for me it's like i feel like guys sometimes they're afraid to say that they actually want a relationship with you but they'd rather enjoy the benefits Whilst not being committed, so they do want someone who's like, "How is your how like, how how did your day go?" All that kind of shit, like someone who cooks for you and like someone you can be feel at home with. Mm-hmm. But they refuse to make that commitment because it shows to the world like they actually care. And like in a space where nowadays guys are so like macho and all that kind of shit, it's just like I, I shouldn't want a girlfriend. I shouldn't want this. But you're like, really? Oh, I get why. I really. I'm trying to get a wife, guys. I. But mm-hmm. right now in this game of unis <laughs> in a few months, let me just be a hoe. Or... <laughs> Honestly, enjoy yourself. No, the problem is I, I just can't be bothered. Like, I've gotten really good at being single. Like, it's one of... I, I put it on my CV. Like, it's one of my three skills that I have. So Being single is fun, guys. But sometimes... Those... Sometimes you want, like, someone to share it with. Like, I have a replacement panache, but you know, you can't really... <laughs> you can't really, you know... <laughs> I get you. But yeah. But like, I don't know. It it would be nice to like feel the tender touch of a woman, but I could be playing video games. So, you know. It reminds me of like, you know in Japan they have like six doors and shit. That like, yes. Do I mean, like, don't get me started about Japan. Because like, <laughs> Japan, is, Japan though is so good, it's very perverted. The Japanese, the Japanese have it down, right? The birth rate is declining because men work too hard and they hate their wives. That's so, so true. And like they're afraid to like show like PDA. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So they just, you know, date video games like I shall soon. Imagine even though six months, like why would you really cuff a door? Like, yo. Hey, look. I mean, it's still masturbation. I don't know why. About it. It's weird, but it has a face. <laughs> no. It's, it's literally like a human flashlight. Yeah. Don't. Or don't. people have those like bots like with a vagina and they just... Guys, I, I've spent a lot of time researching this because I did ICT. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I see your O-level ICT is going to, like, your Yeah, like, but, like, we're on the brave frontier of a golden age for lonely single men, right? Imagine your VR headset, your 360-degree jerk-off apparatus that suspends you. <laughs> <laughs> With haptic feedback, wow, <laughs> and rumble functions. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Oh what a time to be alive <laughs> in this golden age of technology. But 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 on that, but on that, uh, a woman I met, she's a career counselor. Like she helps uh, people find colleges. Said something very interesting to me that I still hold pretty closely. She said that your life at this stage happens in three parts. Uh, storming, forming, and norming. Mm. So storming is where you're just kind of... Because we're young adults, you know? We're, we're exposed to so much for the first time. Yeah. You know, the freedom of being able to go where we want to go, do what we want to do, financial independence and all of that. So financial independence. Okay. You have money that isn't going to go be spent at the tuck shop for the first time. Okay, that's yeah. true. And like bills and stuff. and rent. Yeah. So, 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 so you're on the leash, right? But you've got a much longer give, so to speak. So that's mm-hmm. your storm. You're just, as Chiggs would say, he's a hoe, he's hooking up. I'm figuring out what I want to do. Everybody's just kind of doing whatever. 
Then, Can I just say, mm-hmm. chicks has like the perfect situation to like have like do things, you know, do bits. Because I mean, your mom is never home. Yeah, dude, you got the, the bachelor perfect situation. Wow. <laughs> like, anyway. you guys are the first people to say this, but seven to five guys can come through to my house and have chills. <laughs> I'm going to take up that offer. But what sometimes, oh, I'm not even at home sometimes. Sometimes I'm at a bath lesson or. I'm waiting wait. to find some, you know, some schwang because obviously I'm chigs. Sorry, sorry. That just went from so cool to so virginy in half a second. <laughs> Girls pull through. Sometimes I need help with my differential calculus, but you know, I'll give you those two pumps, you know? Like, it, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, fuck you, kid. Fuck you. Oh my god, Gugu, you're alive. But, uh, yeah, then uh, just on that, still on that three stage thing, there's like forming. Where you're kind of settling down, you know, you you realize maybe I don't like girls with brown hair, and maybe I like to draw and stuff like that. And then norming is just you kind of living out the rest of your life as you've set it up. So that's kind of scary because we're in the storming phase, and what is what are we getting out of our system versus what are we integrating into our person, you know? Oh wow, that was that was very very profound. Um, I don't know, but I'm not gonna lie. There are just some people like I just wanna try. Like, I think everyone, like, I think now, like, we can choose, yeah, as long as you don't make it an, un- an unhealthy habit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, just some people are like, are you good or not? Just, like, there's some people... No, that, not in that way, just kissing, but anyway. I think, like, it, it's just fun to explore people in whatever capacity that may be. Oink. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, like, yeah, we, I think it's kind of nice that we have the thing where it's like, oh, I can just be with this person for the afternoon. But, like, don't do it to someone else's emotional... Detriment. detriment yeah hey, i think yeah. i think both people have to be consenting of like yeah consent is very very important like i'm good i'm just be upfront to the person like all right i'm not looking for anything serious so but you know guys so like, guys communication is key to be, to be I've, fair I've, I've experienced guys hate it when like a girl operates like a guy because i'll literally tell a guy like no it's just for for bands because and they'll be like what like yeah you really don't think that yeah we don't do it like <laughs> I don't have to talk to you after this. No, because look, think, think about it. Guys are so arrogant, so prideful that they don't really realize that women are just as prideful and arrogant as they are because humans are just made equal, right? Men have huge egos but very low self-esteem. That's what I've come to realize. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Speaking from experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I guess people want the allure of having the option of continuing but like having the confidence to brush it off like but i'm not gonna lie i love it when a guy chases after me especially when i don't want them <laughs> especially <laughs> wow well done kim yeah um and so now we're gonna move on to something you get these hookups by being fashionable guys guys come on Saucy guys, drip, drown all, drown everyone in your sauce, in your water, in your drip, guys. Please. Also, you have to believe in your sauce, you know. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's wearing Primark clothes and making it seem like you're wearing Gucci, Fendi, Prada, like. But you know that really is it. I think the reason why I don't know, like, cause fast fashion is more like. People have like the pros and cons because obviously there's like very bad environmental impacts, right? Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I like about it, it's allowed so many people to dress fashionable in a way that they wouldn't be able to access certain kind of fashion if 
you know because some people most people don't have the money for like clothes that cost like 50 plus up you know what i'm saying yeah. so it allows people to have more fun express themselves so in some ways i do believe in it but i also believe in buying like my personally this is not sponsored i prefer brands like misguided or you know those kind of stores to like maybe pretty little thing or fashion nova because misguided shit lasts longer mm. you know what i'm saying like pretty little thing is is, is media fashion nova for me is on the end personally but um yeah it allows people to you know express their drip i i think people should just buy quality over how nice it looks because a nice cotton shirt will last you such a long time you can match it with anything any short any like trousers have, like old clothes that they still wear like they bought yeah, like yeah. Yeah. my dad has a tracksuit that's older than me and it still looks <laughs> nicer than half of the stuff in my closet the problem is i buy a lot of like quality clothes they are no rips no tears and they're all hideous no, like they'll oh, outlive but today me. you look nice, guys. Google's improving his dressing. I think I he's know. listening. You Thank know? you. It's because I'm deeply paranoid about how people look at me. <laughs> I thought I'll just drop an old for you. I'm like good fashion, just drop an old for you. But Jigs has like a nice sense of fashion. I'd say like it's very him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and shout out to Nita for teaching me how to like match stuff when Aww. I was ten. Because like what I, growing up, I always used to just put on whatever was comfortable. Because I'm just like. Ugh. People who, who wear fashion are stupid and vapid and popular and pretty and probably like themselves. But now I'm like, hey, fashion is an avenue for you to express yourself. So, you know. It really is. Because if you, if, you th- if you feel nice in the clothes you wear, you feel nice in the body, you, your skeleton is housed in. Yeah, and I, I guess I have to be a, a voice for this, but um, I'm really proud of how the fashion industry has really taken care of people with all sizes. So that's like not only like skinny people, but like plus size fashion, all that kind of stuff. Because I feel like everyone deserves to feel good about themselves and Absolutely. look good. Yeah. Even like, I feel like most people are very <clears throat> disrupted when plus size people, like really, really plus size people look good in something. People are very offended. I don't know if you've noticed on Instagram, but people get really very offended. Like when they're confident about themselves and all that kind of thing. They act like they're appropriating being Yeah. Confident. Even but just like looking at the slander of like people like Lizzo and stuff. Yeah. Really, like it's, it's not cool. Like it's discussed like a couple of weeks ago, Lizzo was being slandered all over the Twitter timeline. Mm. But it's more like it's not your body. Yeah, it's not your body. It's not your consequences. It's nothing that you're affected by. So it's kind of like... Mind your business, B. <laughs> like, yeah, hundreds. Drink your water and mind your business. There's a duck frolicking in the pond outside. Yeah, this is literally twerking. Like, this is yeah. a twerking. Leave bag it up, bag it up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like, um, I think it's, it's finding the balance as far as this, like, fast fashion thing goes because oh. you can't negate the fact that some people Fucking cannot parts. afford to walk into a shop like Woolworths, for example, mm. or Marks and Spencer. And buy, like, like fill their closet with clothes from a store like that. But when you have people who will get a dress just to wear once and never again, yeah, and constantly throw out, that's the fast fashion that needs to be stopped. Like, why are you creating a culture of wearing a piece of clothing once and then throwing it away? Like, yeah. why is it an issue if you wear something twice or three times or four times? Like, why is that yeah, a problem? Especially for girls. Don't, you? Don't, don't be afraid to repeat those guys. No, don't be. Just wear it in different styles. And, I mean, no one's going to remember what you wore three months ago, bro. Dude. They really you could, I, You could have one pair of jeans and you have three styles of that pair of jeans. Yeah. Turn up the... You can turn it up. You can, like, anything really mm. with jeans. Yeah. 
so it's just that thing of um fast fashion is a problem when you are just trying to keep up with a societal expectation yeah yeah so i don't know and i believe i believe in like filling your closet with like certain pieces like for me it's with jackets in terms and tops as well i like wearing things for like i know i can wear it like four or five years down the line especially like um occasion dresses like Mm -hmm. a lot of those like i repeat but like people won't know like i remember i went to this one party i wore like my grade seven dress and people like it's so nice i'm like yeah i bought it when i was like 13 (laughs) but yeah it's just create make sure that your closet yes you can repeat some pieces in your closet but make sure that it's it's sustainable and it's stuff that you actually like I think I still have shirts from five years ago just do wear. And like they still look brand new. And don't be afraid to donate guys. That's what my mom yeah. like. Don't be afraid to, do, to yeah. thrift, man. Like, yeah, like yes. stores have some good stuff yeah. and high quality as well. Because you could yeah. find a lot of designer, designer stuff in there, like vintage designer, like solid, solid stuff. Yeah. It's worth it. I'm so excited to like have enough money and enough drive to like get in a wardrobe that I can be happy with, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like a cool jacket. And, geez, I haven't worn shorts in a very long time because I have knobby knees. Uh, but like, <laughs> I don't like shorts at all. Yeah, dude, I do, but I want the privilege. It's hot outside and I'm in these, these pants because, you know, I look like an 11-year-old schoolboy. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, guys, you know, just, just clothes that fit you is the way forward, you know? Quality yeah. over, you know, Quantity. clouds. If you have a thin lady like frame like me, you know, just, just you can make it work. You don't buy some shoes. Go to the gym. Yeah, that's it's also. <laughs> have you guys have you guys seen the cum shoes, the Magella um, Maison Magella shoes? Cum shoes. They look like they've come on these shoes. Let's like, see. Let's see a picture. <laughs> like it's actually horrendous. It's really horrendous. That's so I, weird. I mean, I'm just trying to think about the societal ramifications of prioritizing male ejaculate on shoes. There was this one girl on Twitter, she like took a picture with like come on her face. I was like, yo, this one is disrespected and you wanna be like smiling also the It's good for the skin though. No. It's an antioxidant. I'm okay, I can't <laughs> remember my face. Apparently come as good as can cure scurvy. Because you know vitamin C there's what? a lot of vitamin C in well, Okay, okay. Well, well, come to a child that's <laughs> scurvy, it's a little bit mad. No, the thing- there's actually a class in London called Cooking on Semen and like yeah. The, okay, the thing is, semen is quite close to egg whites in... Yeah, inconsistency. <laughs> but, okay, to answer your thing about curing scurvy, the thing is, it won't work on you because that's just the vitamin C you're producing. So you're either nutting into your friend to keep him alive or having your friend... You're nut- nutting in... Oh, my God. Yes, I said it, and I if it bears repeating, I'll say it again, Kim. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Should, should we abandon the search for the thing? No, I'm looking for this. I, I have a point to prove about this. Cum shoes. Like the legit cum shoes. Yeah. That sounds really comfortable though. Like comfy shoes? No, Sorry. shut up, Googs. I'll just, no, just shut up. No. I tried. You tried, but that was just a poor, dismal effort. <laughs> well, I, at least I'm trying harder than. Okay, you'll show us after. I'll, I'll find it, but if you've seen it on Twitter, please hit me up and let's discuss these cum shoes from Michelle Maison. But, like, I, uh, still on the topic of fashion, I started dressing, trying to dress better. Get off Twitter. Um, you know, because it's nice to, to feel comfortable. But you know who makes you feel really comfortable? Who? Your friends. Aww. It's nice to wear clothes 
that look good because you like feel a bit more comfortable in your skin and all so i mean so that will lead us like into our next topic like perfectly because it's like what role do, do your clothes play in your self-expression in the way you interact with other people that sort of thing like do they play a role at all yes yeah, yeah I'll, I'll never like wear switch shorts and like a vest from my friends that's like a level but I think it comfort. depends on kind of level though because I think different friendships you dress accordingly like there's some friendships where I, I genuinely don't care and I know that they love me for the kind of person that I am not what I wear so it's just this is how I am at home so therefore we're on that kind of familiar kind of level yeah. but there's just some situations I feel like especially when I go out I like to go, look good so that I can be confident mm-hmm. and I feel like Fashion clothes are a very good way to express yourself and not even just clothes but just grooming in general like for me everyone knows that hair is an expression that's how I feel about myself like everyone knows like I'm always mostly do color if I don't do color I do a nice texture that kind of thing so yeah oh yeah shout out my hair brand KCG hair that's the whole reason why I started it I mean free expression should be allowed and I really don't care like I'm lucky I grew up with parents that weren't scared with like the color of my hair they're, they're the ones that actually played with me as a child a lot like <laughs> my hair was a lot of crazy colors but yeah like i think it's very vital in the sense of like even the sense when you go into a room the kind of respect you command like yeah. by the way that you're dressed it's literally drop or drown and no one's gonna thrive a girl who's wearing sweatpants in a club you know or i mean a like I, I i'm not picky Sorry. I mean, I like, wouldn't lie. I am the kind of person who would walk into a club with pajamas and not be right bothered nope. by it because the, I I'd like to think of myself as a pretty laid back person, and the way I dress is a very much a reflection of that. Like I don't wear, I for the most part I wouldn't say that I'm somebody who owns like super glamorous clothes or anything. A lot of my clothes are super comfortable. But you dress nice. Loose, and like I just like to be comfortable, and a lot of my me being comfortable brings my confidence in like that's that's where i gain my confidence it's knowing that i am who i am and i feel good in what i'm wearing because like there'll be times when i'm wearing like a little dress or something and i'm like nah i probably look weird in this like are people judging me like and like i can't i can't draw confidence from something like that but if i'm wearing like a, a cool pair of pants with like a snazzy jacket like that's when i'll be like yo like listen to me look at me like this is my time kind of thing so it's just yeah i think there's like a bell curve of confidence that happens with fashion like in the middle if you dress poorly like your colors don't match and things just kind of fit awkwardly together you look bad you feel bad and you just want to go home but can i not lie sometimes it's the it's the way someone carries himself in it like Mm. i i thought i had a type in terms of like what i want my guy to dress like and i think like the end game like my husband I, I do still have a type but like I've been attracted to some people you know they kind of resemble like Luca and Gronish you don't know like the style is very you know and I was really pretty surprised I was like okay but yeah but I think there's like a certain confidence that comes from dressing ugly as well like one time I had a family function I'm like okay I'm not even gonna bother wearing good clothes for this right I had these baggy jeans that didn't fit me. I had like a, a bronze belt on blue jeans. Chicks mm. <laughs> <Like, laughs> is disgusting. <laughs> like it looked more like a costume than it did an actual outfit. Are you trying to go to Hogwarts? <laughs> more or less, man. 
But like, I felt so confident because like, I look like garbage and I feel like it too. <laughs> like, it, it really felt like they were locked in with me rather than me being locked in with them. But I think now, maybe not in Zim as much, but like, if we're talking like on a global scale, I feel like there's different kind of kinds of like aesthetics that mm-hmm. are now more acceptable and like guys wearing skirts that's g you know what i'm saying i've seen a like when i went to south africa this one time there's this guy who wore the most feminine wardrobe i've ever seen and it was like immaculate you know yeah. what i mean like he just exuded this grace and poise and it's like i'm jealous like, like gender roles are drawn, guys. Like the of fashion are being very skewed or more blurred the boundaries are a lot more blurred so yeah, I feel like there is a space for that and that your kind of aesthetic. So as long as you have confidence to like what you're wearing and how you want to wear it, as long as you think you feel you look good, that's the most important thing. But just on like how people treat you depending on how you look, that that's, that's been not fair. That's been a very sore spot for me for a while. Yeah. Cause <laughs> had a very special person in my life who used to be very, very, very thorny <laughs> thorny about how i dress and that like it borders on paranoia you know but i feel like it's also being kind about it like if you know that okay look let's not lie fashion plays a very important part of all our lives like our daily lives it's a part mm-hmm. of who we are that's how we express ourselves it's to some extent a part of your your own identity because essentially your expression is an ex- like an extension of yourself um, if you know you can't be with a certain person who dresses a certain way, why bother yourself? Why yeah. would you then try and change that person? I mean, if you're trying out something new, then yeah, you have to come with everything that's new and you have to realize that this is the person I've decided to be with. Let's go. Yeah. This comes back to like date within your league, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> date within your league, I don't believe that. Really? Because really? there's some people... Okay. Mostly, leagues are usually to do with looks, right? But there's actually some people who can put you on so much more in terms of in terms of like like mentally and like you know I know it, looks... <laughs> it wasn't cheeks. Can you please blur that? Can you please blur that out? That is staying in please, the episode. No, Executive please. decision stays in the episode. I won't come to the next episode. <laughs> I'm so Anyway. So we're looking for guest hosts for next week. <laughs> um, okay, in terms, right? Like, what was I saying? I forgot. Um, leagues, looks. Yes. There's someone who can put you on so well, like, in terms of, like, your own, like, your own kind of sense of self that's nothing to do with, like, the physical thing. Like, well, some, some people care more about personality than they do about looks. I'm being one of them, but I still mm. want someone cute to look at. But, yeah, like, I don't believe in the whole league thing. Like, shoot your shot. Like, there's a certain somebody who has laid down very, very much, like, hints and stuff. But he's never, like, been proactive about it. And I wish that he was more proactive about it because I actually find him attractive. But, yeah. Skinny I guys think said person should just, you know, grow some balls and... <laughs> you know the person I'm talking to... You. The fan understands, but certain people also understand. But please, he deserves like a little DM. He knows. No, not yet. Courtesy of the panel. No. Well, we'll just like send him a link. (laughs) (laughs) And a timestamp. I think I'm pretty sure he listens. He listens to our podcast. Does he? Yeah. Oh wow! I'm pretty. Ask him. 
Awesome. You know there are at least three guys right now who are like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like there's a certain person, like I actually would go there, but yeah. In terms of like leagues, I think that some people are really shitty and have managed to throw themselves up in society. So leagues are a construct, right? They are. If you're ugly but really smart, dude, go for that. You know, that's beautiful. Victor- no, not Victoria's Secret. Fenty model. Yes. But you see, that, the thing is, I feel like stems are also like two way. Like, do you have to go for the model? Why can't you go for the quiet girl who's like got her own? That's actually the thing. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very much double standard. Like, if girls are willing to go outside of like yeah. the classic, you know, stereotype of what girls should fall in love with, mm-hmm. I believe guys should be able to do the same. I think m- m- women will much more readily settle for a man who's on the schlubbier side than the inverse of. Yeah, not this woman. Hell, <laughs> I'll be. If I'm supposed to settle with you forever, we're <laughs> gonna make this shit work. Because never he, settle, guys. Never settle. Because yeah. you're right. When people think about breaking boundaries, they always think about escalating, so to speak, like going for somebody who's traditionally more beautiful, more wealthy, whatever. But never thinking, hey, maybe I should look down. Metaphor, like speaking. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because guys, be as PC as possible. But losers. Yeah will love you for the rest of your life. And I hate that saying that good guys finish last. No. If you're no. calling yourself a good no. guy, then... Like, in the long term, you are the guys that, you know, give your ultimate lifetime partners, like, everything. I think if you self-identify as a good guy... I think you're, you're really... That's bad. also a problem, yeah? <laughs> like, like, a rich person doesn't have to go out and tell you, I'm here's rich. how much I... I'm rich, <laughs> guys. I'm rich. Or a dumb person doesn't even have to tell you. You figure out pretty quickly. So, like, if you're I a nice... I think dumb people know they're dumb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they let it be known to the room, guys, but not are they themselves. are dumb people? Because no, no, I, don't I don't think I've met I don't, one. I don't think people are dumb, more ignorant. Yeah, like... But then ignorance is... And also them. just their, their, their intellectual strengths lie in other things. Yeah. Not yeah, just that, but, right. like, when I, th- when I think of, like, a dumb person, like, air quotes... Um, I think of somebody with no ability to think critically about themselves or the world around them. Like, I'll be like, hey, why do you like that thing? I don't know, man. Or it's like, how do you feel about this? I don't know, man. It's good. It's whack. It's like no ability to actually think, hey, maybe what you're saying is hurtful or maybe... Maybe they just don't understand how to connect with said person. Because it's, it's not about being dumb. It's more like... Am I really connected with this person? Because me and my mom could have the exact conversation like that. Like, my mom would ask me, how do you find this bottle? I'm like, it's, it's okay. And I wouldn't really say anything. She's like, okay. <laughs> she told my sister, like, my sister was like, this bottle is elaborate. It was good for one, two, five, four things. Like, what? What bottle do you have that's good for our <laughs> my sister? I think, so I think in that case, it's safe to say that being dumb is like relative. Yeah. Because it's like the guys who we went to school with who I could not carry a conversation yeah. with. Mm. But put them with each other and get them talking about farming and they could tell you everything. They will tell you everything. And it's not because they were dumb, they just were not smart in the conventional way. Yeah. I, I, so I think intelligence is the ability to apply that kind of how do I say intuition across a broad range of things. Yeah, that's and say knowledge we should be gained. From past experiences, that's what intelligence is. See, like you don't apply that knowledge. Like my dad always says, intelligence actually that definition. I really like. There, there are seven types. Last time I checked, like there's linguistics, there's physical. So there's all kinds of ways to be smart. 
Like my dad always says this, like you might have failed the exams, but can you apply those same concepts in real life? Mm. That is so true. That's gonna get me onto another idea. Maybe for next time we should talk about how the school system is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Stay tuned. Guys, yeah. sometimes I cry just thinking about the life I lived at school. Honestly. My skin like, was zero out of ten every other week. Like I would have good skin days, like yes, my skin is finally glowing, it's clear, then the next year like yeah, guys, look at my acne. <laughs> do, you, do you guys have, like, skincare routines? Now so I do, because training changing my skin was moving mad. Um, it was actually moving mad, man. I legit just use face wash once a week. That's what I, I have one towel. Once a week? Do you wash your face once a week? Not even in the shower. No, like, in the shower, I use, like, obviously, I have water and Nessie for, like, wash my face. That towel. But, like, properly, like... In depth, like with like uh, actual product, okay. like, like wash. My I now face. do it like twice a day because my my skin really started moving mad. Like I I could go months without using anything and my skin would be fine. And then twenty twenty, I don't know what the fuck happened. So guys, my skin is clear, and until I was like sixteen, I just let the water take care of it. I'm blessed. Vaseline is also a really yeah, good thing. Guys. guys will use like flipping detergent to wash their faces. <laughs> I'm so good. It's all about the not even about you in the water. It's just like different hormones. That's the yeah yeah. Testosterone is one hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. the real male privilege is testosterone. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Like, my sister, up until she was 20, had bad skin. Like, she used to break out all the time. Like, and I'm like, I'm the same age as her, like, at the same stage. Like, I didn't need as much product as you. I'm washing my face once a week with one face wash thing. Wow, did you have a thing? Yeah, like, fancy. Yeah, obviously, my mom's like, you need to take care of yourself. You need to groom yourself. You, you're a big man these days. No. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Like, I have to use face wash and then, like, scrub every second day, mask twice a week, then tone, and then, like, moisturize, and then break out cream on top of that. Like, I really have, like, a process and my skin still looks bad. This legitimately sounds like a chemistry paper thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, react this with this. <laughs> Titrates. I never want to do a practical ever again. Sorry, I know, I, know we're, I know we're saving for school talk for next week, but I'll never forget the day I was in a chemistry mock and we had to collect gas in an inverted gas syringe and I cracked mine. So, like, <laughs> uh, Damien's flask is at like 30, Aria's is at 26, and mine is at 5. <laughs> I remember that mine didn't move. Like, mine literally didn't move. And everyone I, was like, oh, yeah, I got, like, 300. And I was like, oh, I got 22. When the teachers weren't looking, I un- I unplugged the thing from the water bath and just started blowing into it. <laughs> I mean, what matters at the end of the day is just results. True. You can, you can cook up results. Like, I've cooked up all my calculation results. Like, you know what? This is, 20, this is supposed to be 26. Much like strict parents. 25. Much like yeah. strict parents, school just taught me how to lie. Yeah. But anyway... <sighs> You know who we don't lie to? Our friends. Our friends. <laughs> okay, I like to. No, I don't like to my friends. I'm most. I can. I don't like, have. I have. I don't have. There's certain friends I can't lie to. Things, yes. There's certain friends I can't lie to. Like these people know. No, I, I think there's people that yeah. There's certain people that know me. Like there's specific like friends. They'll be like, you're about to cry, and then you start crying and like, shit. You know, like. I like when people can tell that there's something off with you because that means they care. Though that's not a healthy thing to practice because you should practice open communication right. and be able to express your feelings whether they're good or bad. I'm just saying. 
I have I have friends who are the kind of people who like get very quiet for while I'm messaging them. It's like cool, I'll go do something else. Then three days later, it's just like, oh man, I was having such a bad day, and it's like, communicate that to me. I'll take you out for ice cream. You'll have to drive me there, but I'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> I think also like the one thing of just like being out of high school. So I'm gonna be very honest. I mean, I think I'm honest on this podcast because mm-hmm. anyone can have their opinions about me. Um, lower six. Like, sixth form in general was, like, a tough time for me in the sense that a lot was going on in my personal life. And due to that, and, like, also, like, just, like, school That's and, like, cool. managing dynamics and all that kind of stuff, I lost a lot of friends. And in that process, it's painful. But what I've got to realize, like, I've got to, like, know myself more. And I've been able to... Because there's certain people I would have never thought I'd be friends with, right? Because I, I used to be so very comfortable in the certain group of friends, right? And it's like, because I lost that, I then actually found people who are actually cool and who care more about them than the social stereotype, stereotype that we give off to people. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Because I, I was so used to being in a group and like I've slowly learned that being in a group doesn't matter as much as long as the people around you care. Like, yeah. Like, I think at a point in lower six, I stopped <coughs> speaking to certain members of my squad. Of my break time squad. I was like, you guys, got, they weren't really mentally healthy for me. I was like, you guys aren't dicks. You guys are dicks. I can't speak to you. I can't look yeah. at you. Like, I, to a point where I was sitting with different groups every other break time. Like, I can't tolerate these people anymore. Yeah. Like, and then they'll come back to me like, chicks, you're fake. Why don't you sit with us? Like, can you hear yourself right now? Do you just think about it. Do you know? But you I don't understand. Also, it's like, it's okay to realize that certain people aren't for you or certain people change. Yeah. Like, there's a certain friendship. I really thought this girl was going to be in my life forever. Like, she was going to see my kids and stuff. And that didn't work out. And it's really painful, but it's also, it's more like, you just have to learn that sometimes people aren't for you and as you grow up you learn that you're interested in different things or like the things that you connect on aren't the same anymore it doesn't even have to be like malicious like making a big announcement of it but just trying to understand like it's very subtle bro it's a thing of protecting your peace as well like once something doesn't and not to say that friendships like serve you like but yeah when something stops serving you positively and stops contributing positively to who you are to your mental health like it's it's time to walk away and it's difficult but it's worth it because i'm look i've been in some very toxic friendships <laughs> with people who yeah now like i am so far like better than them <laughs> honestly there's still like <laughs> like to the thread like god knows i want yes yes there was a time when my closest friend was my big my was also my bully and it's like when you put yourself when you finally like wake up and realize that okay this is not serving me like i need to like this person is draining yeah. me like i'm not better off like with them in your life like you have to walk away and it's crazy because it's like you know this person's family you know like yeah. everything that goes down like i still see her mom and we're like so geez but it's like i'm it's sorry about your daughter and i like we are homies anymore. <laughs> i don't think people will ever believe this but i think everyone well most people know that me and panache are best friends right we used to hate these each guys. Oh, you know that, I didn't and it know was that. because of that friend who was a bully to the both of us, 
and like we didn't even know like we just thought like you know we we didn't get along and it's so funny how we became way closer we just out of the picture mm. exactly like it's mad it's just so bad if you told us this a great this would have looked at you funny Dead like would have like Dead you us. mad bro so it's like yeah it's one of those things where you need to evaluate your situation and like in some and don't be afraid to leave. walk away can i just say on the, on the whole yeah. topic of friendship being friends with people's parents is like a different level of connection i think <laughs> but i think that's also for me that's reserved for like not being friends with people's parents but i remember the, the once this one time my parents were like you know you have to invite like your closest friends parents like you know to your to your wedding i was like oh okay like i never thought about it before but like the people's houses you sleep at, all that kind of thing, like they become a part of like your extended family too. Mm-hmm. If that yeah. makes sense, yeah. Like they I find it very them. hard to introduce my friends to my mom or my dad. If you've met my mom, you're important. Chase, your mom is very funny. Yes. Like, like it's easier for me to bring my friends to my dad because my dad's like he's like, chick senior. He's like an older version of me, but it's not more serious. So it's like. Like, hey, Dad, this is Panasha, this is Googs, and this is Kim. They're like, oh, hi, guys. Then we go back to whatever he's doing. Like, like, how's that Panasha go? Uh, is it Panasha? <laughs> yeah, how's that Panasha go? <laughs> <laughs> now, I think it's very important, like, the people that you introduce to your parents. I think that's why I'm, I'm very hesitant to bring, especially, like, boys that I like yep. around my parents. So if you've met my mom and my dad, you, you probably met a lot, like, I mean, if you've got my mom's badge of approval i mean but it's also quite weird eh because i just don't want like anyone like seeing my parents right because like, like i'm very protected yeah. also like what if you bring like okay I'm, I'm gonna say this like obviously it might be like a really rash thing to say but like i i kind of regret like introducing like some friends like my parents because mm. i'm just like yeah. you slept in my house you ate our food but it's like you weren't deserving of that. Sorry to say, like, I mean, the end result obviously shows of the relationship. Yeah. But it's like, really, I'm like, damn. Like, wow. The thing is, my parents are weird because I don't invite people to my house very often just because, like, I, I like having my space. And it feels very, I feel very vulnerable letting people in. Mm-hmm. But my parent, my mom in particular, latches on to people in a really strange way. Like, I brought a friend over in year six when I was, like, what, 10 years old? And to this day, she's still like, how's that boy? How's he doing? Mm. It's been eight years. And like, <laughs> like my mom's the same way with my primary best friend, uh, Praise Jaravani, shout out to Praise. Like, she's like, how's Praise? You still speak to Praise? Or like, or she thinks about, oh, how's Porte? How's Ari? Like, me and Ari and Porte like, were gang for like seven, eight, for 13 years, we're gang. And like, how are these guys? Like, my mom still thinks about these people. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's very just it's just very important to take in mind that sometimes friendships are for a season. They're not really for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And putting people in the lifetime category, um, I'm kind of prone to doing that. But like now I've realized that there has to be like a stage, like you know, like it has to take time and people mm-hmm. who want to stay in your life forever will, make. will stay in your life. And I think friendships just develop and grow. That's true. Like, like you go with people, you find a way to do that. Mm, like, yeah. In, in terms of, like, making friends last year, like, when I went to school with all of you guys, I made it my mission to try and, like, get to know as many people as possible. Not necessarily that I'm besties with everybody, but even people who I probably shouldn't have, I, we exchange, like, secrets and, like, very intimate conversations. Do you know what's mad? 
like the last year in school, I became friends with like people. Like if you had told me, I'd be like, you fucking mad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're actually so cool, and like people have done stuff for me that other people wouldn't have, mm-hmm. and like supported me in ways that most people wouldn't have. You know? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. never know who's gonna be like exactly. Like it came to a point last year where I realized there's certain people who I know are going to be my lifelong friends. Like, no matter the distance yeah. or no matter where we are in life, yeah. together or whatever, that I always rely on this person to do one, two, three, four things for me and I, they can rely on me to do five, four, six for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it came to a point last year when I was realized, oh, this is what I'll call, who my children call uncle or aunt or, yeah. or like, I'd call them in a bad situation, like, oh, bro, this happened just now, and, like, I'm not feeling that well, and I just need your advice, or I just need someone to, like, talk yeah, to and calm me down. Very true. I think it's also really important in all of this to learn to be a friend to yourself. Yeah. Because think about, like, the grace and mercy we show people around us, like, oh, this person lied to me once, this person wasn't there when I needed them because of this reason. Being able to treat yourself with that same grace means you're going to handle bad situations better and be good to them in turn. So, like, if something rough happens in your life, you're not going to fly off the handles and start yelling at your friends. You're going to be chill. That being said, I should probably be a better friend to my friends because <laughs> Lord knows I can blue tick, I can be late with replies, I can flake, yeah. But I think it's also just a thing of... decisions for people like this person would not want to be my friend and therefore I will not pursue friendship with them and those same people are some of my closest friends now so it's one of those things where like you have to stop making decisions for other people and just be like yo but also I think like I said like losing a particular friendship or like a group dynamic made me more open to other friendships and stuff there's just some people I would have never pictured that like we could be close or like we could actually be thingies well, I don't know what thinking stuff, but anyway. <laughs> I thought we were done with hookups. But I mean, like, I mean, but like, in, yeah. in Form 1, I was like, these people, I don't know, I realized, like, who am I going to... I, like, cried the night before we went to camp with my was like, I don't know how to make friends, and you said, please help me, like, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm socially awkward, how do I say to these new, brand new people, do I stick to Orion 40? It was actually so weird, like, coming into a different dynamic, eh? Because yeah. I came from a different primary school than what other people had come from, and it was just weird, like, being around, like, yeah, just being around, like, different people. Mm. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited for the next batch of friends we're gonna make, you know, yeah, university like, and all that. But that's yeah. scary because that's th- those are the people who are watching but you become an adult. Apparently, like, because yeah. you know, obviously, like some people have gone to SA and stuff and like started foundation here. Yeah. It's a lot. I think it's a lot easier in university because people aren't necessarily as clicky. Like, obviously, they will be like clicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's more like everyone is trying to make friends, and I feel like it's easier to find people in a in an environment where we're not bound by our past. Or like our types, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's more like open. Because in uni, like, what you, whatever clout you had in your home country, ah, yeah. what like, your school you previously, can't that shit. you can't, you can't transfer that clout you you made up for six, seven years. Like, it does not matter. Uni, you're back to square one. I want to shout out um a a very cool public speaker. I won't re- mention her by name in case she doesn't appreciate being brought up by us rat bag kids. 
But she was talking about how she met this guy, and he's like, yeah, 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 uh, I was a George's boy. And the fact that he has to lead off with what school Imagine, that he is. Imagine, no, but people still do that in their 40s, bro, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's like, so true. Like, this one chick, like, came back asking if a certain person came to our school because he thought that the clout from the school that we went to, like, would carry him in university. Meanwhile, he hadn't even gone to the school we oh went to. Oh, my God. Literally. I remember that. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah. So imagine like going into a different country and thinking, oh, I went to St. John's and that's going to count. Like it's not. Nobody mm. knows what St. John's means. Just because you're part of the alumnus does not mean you can, you know. Is that alumni? Alumni, yeah. yeah. We had to have one for the. Just because you're part of the alumni does not mean that alumni will help you in. It's not situations right? that does though. Because like. I know of a fact we like John's alumni because my brothers are John's boys. Yeah, they help each other like get jobs and companies. Yeah, and yeah like, it's a very, it's but, a very. Cool but for the most part, I gotta like if anybody asks me for help from my previous schools, I got two middle fingers for them and a boatload of cash. I'm gonna make away with so you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's just it's just you know life. Yeah, so uh, heard we want to do some book recommendations. Yeah. So we, I. Wait, forget about a hot take. Like, respect oh, yeah. should be earned. Old people, please realize this. If you listen to my podcast or our podcast, do you respect... think there's old people listening to this I podcast? Told, I, like, I told my mom I do this, but I didn't give her the link. Right, I told, I told my dad the same thing. Like, dad, I, I run a podcast. Like, send me a link. Okay. Like, you said, what, what, you literally asked me, like, what, what's a podcast? Like, okay, send me the link. <laughs> what we sh- Okay, maybe then we like, should do, like, a fake episode for them. That makes us look really good. I feel like my dad is attached, like, starts, like, exploring whatever part of Literally. It's <laughs> probably this. not a good idea. <laughs> like, what is this? Oh, my son really smokes the weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I think something, this can be, like, out when I'm, like, 26. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't care after that. Yeah. Yeah, when I live in, like, my own house, <laughs> making like, my own money, and my parents can't me. cut me off and right? will actually affect me. Dude. Yeah. I just... I'm going to look back at this podcast when I'm older and be like, wow, I was such a wiener growing up and I'm not that much better now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, any Netflix recommendations and yeah. The Stranger, Lock and Key. Lock and Key, guys. Lock and Key is so good, it's, guys. You have to watch it. It has a Stranger Things vibe, but it's more than Stranger Things vibe. It's more realistic. Yeah. Like there's less... There's less mm, magic. Magic. Well, it's not... There's there, there is magic, magic. Hold on, like hold magic on. There. I'm going to recommend BoJack Horseman Season 6 because the show's over. I'm interjecting really quickly because I have to go to the bathroom. I want to let them talk about Lock and Key. No, Lock and Key is brilliant. It's it was filmed so brilliantly. The choice of songs was so good. The casting, mm. brilliant. The character development, the relation. Everything is just so good. For so all good. my reality hoes out there, I'm one of them. Love is Blind is a really good show. Like, it's very... It takes a weird turn on love. Like, I've never seen, like... It's not, like, The Bachelor or anything like that. But, like, you actually get to know someone for, like, hours on end. Like, for, like, a week. And you actually decide to marry someone. And, like... So, it's kind of, like, married at first sight, but... Some closing remarks. You know, stream Roddy Rich. <laughs> that takes us to the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Why? If, if you made it this far, you signed by the way cash. Yeah, like legit, oh seven seven four four two one four one one. We are desperate 
desperately in need of mics. Next thing some like, computer hacker is gonna like put your phone in and track you, bro. Yeah, dude. That's like the faith of God protects me. So. <laughs> Also, um, if you guys have any more opinions on like Questions stuff even. that we should do, we're really open to listening and guys, our uh, socials will be a, a bit more active. Just give us a little bit of time, you know? You guys do have Adjust our ads. It. Yeah. You guys do, do have our ads on anyway, Twitter. Anyway, I love you guys. Please change your passwords. Bye. <laughs> it's my real cash.